Hello, my name is Donald Norman, and I'm a Columbus State University student. And to help me introduce this, this <laughs> and to help me introduce this subject uh, that I'll be speaking about today, I have with me. Hey, check in. What's your first name? Okay. What's your last? What's your last name? What's your last name? Norman. How old are you, Finn Norman? I'm five. And what is your birthday? That's an amazing job. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for your help. All right. Let's go. I think mommy's, here's some keys for you you want to play with. Thank you very much, sir, for your help. So that is my son, Finn, and... He was diagnosed with autism a little after he was two years old. Um, he was diagnosed moderate to severe, and he's been in ABA therapy, which is applied behavioral analysis, uh, pretty much ever since then. Um, so a lot of his issues have been uh, communication. Um, he hasn't had many sensory issues. Um, this just goes to show that all of these little kiddos on the spectrum, uh, it's exactly what it means, the spectrum. It's a, they vary from the issues that they have to deal with daily. Uh, he, ever since we've had him, he's changed my life completely and changed my life for the better. Um, he's going to make me a better teacher, I know for sure. And I'll talk about a few examples of how that is so. So... Uh, how is this issue uh, really relevant to science? So we know that teaching science, when we're teaching science, the, that it's a um, general curriculum uh, type of class, uh, this type of class, we, you really need more of like a investigation, you know. You really have to do a lot of collaborations, observations, taking in data. So depending on what your typical, um, uh, a typical uh, student can handle doing all these things pretty well, uh, or I'm sorry, a neurotypical student can handle all these uh, issues, steps, processes of the, the five E's or the scientific process. Um, Atypical students might have issues in different areas, and when it comes to sensory issues, we have to start thinking about how are these students going to collaborate with others if they have issues communicating in, in, in general? Or um, how are they going to go out into the, the environment or go out into um, an outside environment and deal with their sensory issues? Uh, what if working in groups is just too loud for them and too much for them for them to be able to do real scientific uh, investigation? And so we, we don't want our students just being shut down and not participating because we don't know how to deal with these issues as teachers. And so, uh, again, 
one of the ways that I know that my son has affected the way I'll be able to teach is the field hours that I've been part of already. And it seems to be that each time I've uh, um, participated in my, my field hours, immediately when I start these hours, I focus in just just for some reason on a particular student and I will notice things and and I'll talk to the teacher and say hey what's going on with this student I noticed these few things and the teacher's like yeah you're, you're right the student has whatever issue the student might have um, and in particular there were the last time that I was at a field placement uh, I've I was there for maybe five minutes and immediately I start talking to the teacher about one of the students in there and I, I just noticed he the way he was just shut down and and not involved with the rest of the class and and so it, it wasn't in science that I worked with him for this field experience I worked with him one-on-one with reading and during the interactions that we had with each other, the way I interacted with him, I actually interacted with him a lot of the ways that I interact with my son. And he really did open up to me to, to the point where, uh, not in just reading, we worked on math together and some other things together. The, the, the few weeks that I was there, by the end of it, I noticed him just really coming out of his shell and just, just, just really, we would work on different things in the hallway and then come back inside and then we would do some uh, peer review peer um, uh, assessments and and he would all of a sudden uh, instead of being disconnected from what was going on with the group raising his hand way up in the air and ready to, to go and explain how he knew the answer to something and it was really exciting to see that start to happen uh, also uh, the the conversations that we had with each other back and forth, the the cooperating teacher also noticed that it was a big difference. She specifically said to me after a conversation me and the student had that she has never heard him have a conversation with anyone like he did with me. It was just a regular conversation, and she's she never heard that and. It really tugged on my heartstrings when she told me that she's afraid that he was going to have some problems when it was time for me to go. And so that's definitely going to be with me. Um, when I And science is my favorite subject. So I know for a fact that I'm going to go above and beyond to find ways for me to... Um, incorporate these these kiddos that are in a, that are in a group that are a divert they're a diverse group that might not get the full attention that 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 they need to be successful, especially in science. Um, so that will be my goal as a teacher, um, not just for science, but that is going to be like a really creative way for me to try to incorporate science 
to a kid uh, that's like my son, a student that's like my son. Like, how do I do that? And do I believe that I'm going to find those ways? Oh, yes. I'm, I'm going to enjoy trying to in- include the, uh, the explicit instruction as much as I can because I, I feel that that has worked so well with my son and everything that we do. Explicit instruction, explicit instruction, and, you know, really trying to get those science descriptors to, to, to really make connections with general, uh, general, generalizing novel objects, pictures, um, science inquiry, you know, really using explicit instruction is how I feel like uh, I will be useful uh, or that will be a useful technique. And I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I, I, I really plan on uh, putting in the extra effort and I think that it's it's only fair to to be in as inclusive as we can for children that not only on the, the autism spectrum but ADD and ADHD and other issues, other learning disabilities, um, the effects of reading that that, that really could the the reading the uh, lack of reading the, the effects that that can have on the ability to do these science lessons. So that is kind of where I'm coming from for this podcast, only because uh, the the connection that I have with the the subject, you know, my the way my son has really changed how we we deal with everything in our house, the way we set up everything, the way we we interact with him, the way we use motivators to get specific um, behaviors. So I think that's going to be a useful tool.